0: 365 days ago exactly, we declared that 2023 was going to be our goat year. And here's why. Because of Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. I shall not want. If God has been good to you all 2023, I'm not saying you were good to God, but if God has been good to you, can you take a moment and put your hand together and just say, thank you, Lord. <laughs> I and mean, you can be seated. You can be seated. Today's format is a little bit different than I think what we've been normally accustomed to and used to. But we're going to end the year the way we started it. And that's in the presence of God, praying and seeking the face of the Lord together. So can I take a moment and just say thank you for for coming out on a Sunday when when most people might be getting ready for other uh, extracurricular things. You decided today is the Lord's day and I need to be in God's presence in his house to say thank you for all you've done, but also to look forward to the greater things God is going to do for you and through you in the coming year. So 2023, let's, let's take a quick moment and just review if we can. Looking back at, at this year, the very first Sunday this year, you might remember I wore a, uh, it was a red hoodie with a big goat on the front that said 23 on it, goat year. Um, I just said that because Michael Jordan is still the goat. And, uh, some of you youngers have no idea what you're, <laughs> I feel bad for you because you didn't get a chance to see it. Amen. Thank you for those of you who know what I'm talking about. But we said this, that ultimately we believe not that this is going to be the greatest year of all time in our life that God was going to do greater things within us in preparation for the greater things he's, he has prepared for us. And so as we were talking about next year, let's, let's finish this year first, but as we're talking about next year, we realize that, that God ultimately has been doing some things in your life. And, and if God has been working in any just tangible, evidential way in your life, in and, and all of 23, if something about you is different, if something about you is, is better, if something about you is moved from just normal into to greater, can you just throw up your hand and say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That Amen. Look at the transformation that God has been doing in the hearts and minds of people even this year. So as I close this, this year out, what I want to do is I want to give you a quick review. The very first Sun of the year, I told you that this could be our goat year because of these four things. Number one, I told you this. This could be our goat year because God called us to a greater focus. A greater focus. This idea of being selective in my focus. I know some of you are selective in your hearing. That's why you're not listening right now, right? Selective in your focus, meaning that you are making the decision. You're making the choice. This is what I choose to focus on. This, this is what I choose to, to give my attention to. And this is how the Bible reads. In, in Romans 8, verse 6, it says, To focus our minds on the human nature leads to death. But to focus our minds on the spirit leads to life. And peace have you made the choice this this past year and if not will you make the choice in the next year to have a greater focus on the things that matter a greater focus on not the temporal things I can see but the eternal promises of God that I cannot yet see but I believe are mine in Christ Jesus to have a greater focus we also said this we also said that God called us to a greater faith anyone's faith been tested at all this year your level of a belief and trust has been tested John, or Jesus said this way in John 14. He said, Very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing. Check this out. I love this. I love what Jesus tells us. And they will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father. What Jesus is ultimately telling us, I believe, still rings true 2,000 years later. I can't do greater things than Jesus, but I can do greater things through faith in Jesus. And I believe that God not only called us to do great things, which I believe we've accomplished this year, but I hope that this verse seeps into your conscience, into your heart, where you realize, God didn't call me to be normal. God didn't call me to be average. Come on, we just didn't spend all this month here talking about how God is. It doesn't do normal things in our lives when he's called us to, the, to supernatural things, when, when ultimately he, with the purpose and plan he has for our life pulls us from the normal and ultimately makes us greater than anything we could have have dreamed or imagined for ourselves. So God called us into a greater level of faith to believe he's got greater things for my life. But we also said this. We also said that God called us to a greater fight. If you had a battle this year in any form or fashion, can you throw up one hand? If If you had multiple battles maybe you weren't even prepared for, can you throw up two hands? If you had multiple battles and the devil just kept coming, can you throw up two hands and a foot? Yeah. If the devil kept coming, you had multiple battles, but you were still standing at the end of 2023, can you throw up both hands, both feet, and declare, devil, you threw your best shots, but I'm still standing. Finally, my brothers and my sisters, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. He called us to a greater fight. God called us to a greater fight this year. If I know anything about the promised land, Dr. Brown, if I know anything about what the promised land was this god promised them something that was theirs but they didn't just possess it they had to go and fight for it and in fighting for the promise they possessed what god said was already theirs many of us have experienced nothing but battles this year but i came to remind you thanks be unto god who always causes you to triumph in jesus christ our lord it was a greater fight and here's what ultimately i believe though in that greater fight I believe you were meant to overcome. Here's why. First John 4, 4. Because you belong to God, dear children, and you have overcome them because greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. A greater fight. Greater fights also mean greater victories, greater spoils. And lastly, I told you this. And this will ring to, true until I hear those final words when I stand before my Savior. God has called us all into a greater faithfulness. A greater faithfulness. You know how this works. Jesus said, whoever wants to be my disciple, whoever chooses to come after me, let them first deny themselves and then take up their cross daily and follow me. When I do that, and I continue to do that, I will hear the, th- the last thing he's going to say to me before I enter into what he's already prepared for me. Well done, my good and faithful servants. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over much. If you believe that God has got so much more for you to rule and reign over, can you just put your hands together and say, I'm ready to be greater, greater faithfulness. Amen. Thank you, worship team. Thank you, man. And here's what I want to do right now. I'm going to take an offering. Then I'm going to have an altar call. And then I'm going to preach my sermon. Say, what? I just feel so confused, Pastor, at the end of the year. What is going on? 2023, I declared it would be a goat year. It would be the greatest year of all time in our lives. And whatever that looked like for you, here's what I want to say. 2023 was the greatest year of giving this church has ever seen. And then some. Come on, somebody. You better put your hands together for that. And I say this not only because of how much we gave, but how much we have received. Now I know what someone's thinking, and how much did we receive, Pastor? And my question back to you is just simply going to be you first. How much did you contribute? (laughs) Your your year-end statement will ultimately tell you how much you gave. But I want to say thank you. Thank you. For For so many of you, it was a struggle. It was a sacrifice. But you decided ultimately in 2023, I'm going to put God where he belongs. First. First. He is my priority. And I want to say this because when when I think of not just how much we've received, I think that it is more blessed to give than to receive. Now, these are the words of your Savior, these aren't my words. And here's what Jesus said in Luke chapter 6. He said, give and it will be given back to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will be poured back into your lap. Check out this next part. Here's the key. For with the measure you use, with the measure you use, don't be mad at God if you're still struggling this year and, and you didn't give what is his. Don't, don't go throwing up your fist at God and saying, I, I, I'm barely making it and, and barely making ends meet if you rob God of what is his. Don't be praying for a house and a new car and, and all sorts of blessings if you keep robbing God of what is his. I'm just trying to help. Just trying to help. Thank you, all four of you. Amen. Give and it will come back to you. Why? Because with whatever measure you use, when you give and when you judge... It will be measured back to you. Here's what I want to tell you, and I need you to hear me clearly. God not only desires our best and our first, God deserves our best and our first. Let me hear from the people who actually believe that God deserves the best. Come on, I said, let me hear you. Let me hear you. Let me hear what you believe today. I believe he deserves the best and the first. if your money could talk right now, if your bank account could speak to me right now, what would it say that you believe about God? That he's worthy of the best or he only deserves the leftovers? Man, pastor, hurry up and get to the altar call, please. Jesus ultimately gave his best when he laid down his life. I believe he deserves the best. And, and what, what I want to say to you on this, excuse uh, as, me, as, as Paul said, Paul said this in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 16. He said, on the first day of the week, you should put aside a portion of money, a portion of money you've earned. Set it aside. Make the decision. I'm going to put God first. I, I don't believe it's any coincidence that the last day of the year also happens to be the first day of the week. Look at it The last day of the year falls on a Sunday, the Lord's Day. I don't think it's coincidence that our goat year would finish this way, right here in God's house. And here's what I want to tell you. Not only is this your last chance to make a charitable contribution that you can claim on your taxes, today's the last day, yeah? But today is your last chance in 2023 to ultimately ask yourself, what does my money say about my heart? What does my bank account say how I prioritize Christ? Is he first and is he best? I, I, I want to know if your money could speak to me right now. Would it say your heart is exactly what your treasure is? And is your heart found in the kingdom? Because that's where your treasure will be. I know we just celebrated Christmas and so many you can say my children, my spouse, my extended family, they have my heart because they have all of my treasure. Amen. They, because you love them, you give. And, and, I, and I believe ultimately we, we need to give, and, and, and I've learned this a long time ago. We can give. We can give and not really have any love. But if we really love, we cannot love and not give. For God so loved the world that he gave. The natural response to love is to give. And so as we close out, this final offering of 2023, I want to say what John the Baptist said, because for many of you, you're still mad at me because Pastor said it's going to be my goat year, and I'm still waiting. Well, firstly, the year's not over just yet. More importantly, it wasn't about you becoming greater. Here's what John said. He said, "He must become greater." I must become less. What happens to you when He becomes greater? When you begin to humble yourself and become less, the Bible says that's when God begins to elevate you and lift you up and make you greater. The idea is simply this as we look at this brand new year, will you make the decision to make sure in your 24 that He becomes greater? I become less. He is exalted. I remain humble. He gives me every good thing. So I choose to make sure I put him as priority and give him what is first and what is best. Amen. As we prepare our last offering of the year, whatever that looks like for you, if you just need to get a bigger tax write-off or, you know, whatever it is that you need, if you just ultimately say, God, I've, in some level, I, I have not put you first this year, but I get one more chance to close this year outright. I'm going to give you my first and my best. I want you to prepare that offering today. Prepare that tithe. I'm going to pray over you right now, and we're going to release a blessing. in the next week, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pray a blessing over, over your finances for all of 2024. But let's close this year outright. And I want to encourage everyone in this room, even if it's only some pocket change, if that's all you've got, give God your best today. Give him your best. Close out this year by just saying, thank you, Lord. Thank you. This is an offering of thanks. This is an offering of appreciation. This is, I'm closing out this year and saying, God, where he was first, where he wasn't, I make the decision going into this new year. I will prioritize you. First in my life, hold up that offering before the Lord if you're going to give via your, your, your cell phone, the church center app, if you're going to uh, give via the, the stands here up front, however, you're going to give. We have multiple ways that we can give here, and, and we don't want you to leave with an excuse as to I, I, I wasn't able to give, I didn't bring my checkbook. I don't do anyone still have those anymore? Just this 40 year old, no, 40 and up, 40 and up, yep, checkbooks, okay, yep. Uh, everyone else, your debit card, your Apple Pay, your, your iPhone, whatever you got. Okay, yeah, right on. Here we go. We, we've always made sure that you cannot leave this place without saying, God, I give you my best. We also don't want you to leave this place without knowing that God is going to bless you because it's who he is. Father, I thank you for every moment of 2023 that you were Jehovah Jireh, the God who provides. Thank you for those moments when I knew it was a sacrifice and yet you provided and you sustained. Thank you for those jobs that we have worked, whether we have enjoyed them or not. Thank you that you've given us the strength to work. Thank you for our businesses and what we've accomplished in 23 and we're believing we're going to accomplish more in 24. Thank you for the different sources of revenue and revenue streams that have come into our life, God. We're praying for more revenue streams ultimately to open up. For those of you who believe that God called you to not only be blessed, but to be a blessing in this coming year, can you throw up your hands real high? Because I want to declare something over you. I'm going to say this again next week, but if you, if you know that God doesn't just, he doesn't just want me to be blessed, he wants me to be a blessing. And so if he can get it to me, it can't stop at me. It, he wants it to go through me so I can meet every need that I see. Father, for every person who's got their hand raised, I pray right now, not just a supernatural increase, I pray for a supernatural stewardship over what they have, that ultimately, God, what they will begin to see is that what you are bringing into their life in this next year is not just so we can accumulate and and be greedy and be possessive. God, what you are doing is you are preparing us to be a blessing to the needs that are around us. And this is how it works, ladies and gentlemen. Give, and it will keep coming back to you. If you use a greater measure when you give, a greater measure is going to be used coming back into your life. So, Father, I thank you today that you have blessed us all this past year, and we are thanking you for every blessing you've already prepared for us in this coming year. Somebody help me declare, God, you deserve the best. Somebody tell God you are worthy of the best. You are worthy of the best. Hallelujah. And I believe this coming year, ladies and gentlemen, you don't have to be anxious about what you're going to wear and what you're going to eat and what's going to happen. That's what the pagans do. I'm not going to be a pagan today. What I'm going to do is I'm going to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to my life as well. Amen and amen. What we're going to do right now is we're going to make this this time a little different than how we normally do it. We're going to get ready to give. What I'm going to ask you to do, as you come coming, bring your gifts to the Lord, whether it's the back, of the room, the front of the room, from where you sit. After you have given your offering, I'm going to ask you to join me towards the front of this altar. Everyone that is physically capable, I'm going to ask you to come down to the front of this altar with me. J.J. is going to begin to sing, and we're going to begin to worship. And then we're going to take time at the end of 2023. Before we rejoice about 24, we're going to take time to repent for 23. And believe that we're walking into this brand new year completely washed cleansed, purified, and prepared for this brand new year. Amen and amen. Come on, let's worship the Lord in our giving today. And after you've given, please join me at the front.
1: So we give our all because you gave your all. We give our all because you gave your all to us, Jesus. You love with no reservations You're not looking for perfection There's no need in me pretending So I'll give you everything I'll give you everything You deserve Nothing less than my devotion. Oh, so speak to me and I will listen. Oh, I'll give you everything. I'll give you everything. Oh, 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 oh. You can have my can have
0: my heart Come on sing to God say
1: oh oh, oh oh You, you can, can have, have my heart You, you can have, have my, heart. my heart
0: Come on sing one more time again. We say Oh oh You, you can, can have, have my, my heart This is
1: for yeah, you You yeah. can have
0: come on in close everyone because there are people still trying to make the way up front come on a little bit closer let everyone get in please allow them to get in thank you jesus On the jewish calendar their new year begins with the day called rosh hashanah rosh hashanah begins not just the jewish new year but it begins 10 days of prayer and repentance a time where the jewish people recognize at the beginning of the year i need to repent and make sure that i'm right with god now ladies and gentlemen i want to remind you because we are not jewish it doesn't take us 10 days to get right with god Because of Jesus, I can live every day right with the Father. Amen. But these moments right here are intentional when we are going to reflect on 23. And we're going to ask God to forgive us for the different areas where we were selfish. Where we stumbled. Where where we neglected to do what we know is right. Right. And I believe in these moments you're going to sense not a condemnation but a loving correction and a purifying, literally a purifying love from God that's going to draw you in close. We're going to sing just a little bit more but before we do, I want to, I want to give you this from Psalms 51. When David finally came to his senses after realizing Not only did he sleep with another man's wife and impregnate her, but then he had that man killed. Y'all need to read your Bible. It's better than your soap operas. Listen to me, okay? He lived without repentance for two years, acting like he did no wrong. But then the man of God, the prophet, came and confronted him and called out exactly what he did. And in his moment of realization, when he was fully aware of his sin. He penned these words in Psalms 51. He said, "Have mercy on me, O God, because of your unfailing love, because of your great compassion, blot out the stain of my sins. Wash me clean from my guilt. Purify me from my sin, for I recognize my rebellion. It haunts me day and night against you, and you alone have I sinned." I have done what is evil in your sight. You will be proved right though in what you say and your judgment against me is just. In these next few moments before I continue reading Psalms 51, I'm going to ask you to join me in a prayer of repentance. If you are physically able to kneel, that's what I'm getting ready to do. If you're physically able, I'm going to ask you to join me. If you are not, I'm not asking you to do anything you're not physically able to do, but let your heart be in a position, in a posture of kneeling before God right now. Let us come before the Lord as an act of repentance right now. Heavenly Father, as David prayed, have mercy on us right now because of your unfailing love. In this moment, we confess every area of our life where we have wrongfully abused your grace, where we knowingly stepped out of our covenant with you, where, where we, we wrongfully, ultimately, put ourself above you, Lord. We repent of those moments even when we, when we didn't even know we were making a mistake, and we seek today, we seek today your forgiveness. Father, we repent right now of any disobedience in our life. And I need you to help me as I pray, family. We repent of those moments when you told us to do something, when your word instructed us, but we disobeyed. Just like Adam and Eve disobeyed the the command. Father, we repent of every time we disobeyed your commands. We repent of the rebellion of our hearts. Those moments where we know to do what we're supposed to, but we rebel. We willfully Rise up against your word and your truth. We repent of our stubbornness, the hardness of our own hearts. When, it, when we know to humble ourselves and, and seek your forgiveness and even seek forgiveness from others, instead our hearts have been stubborn, God, we repent of the rebellion and stubbornness of our hearts. We repent today of those moments of greed where we we held on to what we had, where we we stored up, not for the purpose of saving, but for the purpose of just hanging on to. God, forgive us of our greed. In those moments, especially when we robbed you of what is rightfully yours, God, we repent of our greediness and our our robbing you of the tithe and the offering that belongs to you. We repent today. I know it's going to hit home for some of you. God, we repent of our laziness. We repent of our apathy. We repent of our procrastination when we knew to do good and we didn't. When we delayed, ultimately, God, instead of being diligent, God, we repent of those moments when we kicked our feet up because I just need to, I just need to relax. When you are calling us to seek you, when you were beckoning us to draw near. God, we repent of those moments when we stayed in bed on a Sunday, when we should have got up on the first day of the week and brought our our family into your house. We repent. We repent of those moments when we were envious and jealous of other people's lives. Ladies and gentlemen, let this be the year where we get rid of all envy and jealousy. Instead, let this be the year where we celebrate what God is doing in the lives of other people. So God, we repent today of every moment when we said, what about me? And where's mine? And how come I don't have it yet? God, we, we are no longer going to be envious and jealous. Instead, we're just going to celebrate your goodness and your blessing in the lives of other people. And Father, when my time comes, my time will come. And won't nobody be able to stop it. But we repent. We repent. Today, we repent of those moments of our own sexual immorality, of our sexual addictions. Repent of those moments where pornography, one night stands, affairs, fornication, our sexual drive overtook us. And instead of of fleeing fornication, we ran right into its arms. God, we ask today that you would forgive us of our sexual immorality. We repent of it. We also repent of every addiction. Addiction to, to drugs, addiction to alcohol, addiction to prescription medication, uh, uh, addictions to, 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 to having our own needs met, addictions to food, uh, 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 addictions that, that kept us, God, so distracted. God, we, we repent of our addictions and we ask that this coming year, Father, we would be addicted to your word and addicted to your truth and addicted to your presence and literally just so hungry and thirsty for righteousness that we will be filled. We repent of our anger. Not that anger is a sin, but out of our anger, we fell into sin. We repent of those moments when we were so angry. God, that out of our anger, we said things we didn't mean. We harmed people that we love. We destroyed things in our house. We acted a complete idiot and fool. God, we repent of where our anger, overtook our own will. God, forgive us and allow this to be the year where we are slow to speak, slow to anger, quick to listen. Thank you, Father, that in your anger, you are so slow, but you are quick to mercy, quick to to grant us the grace we don't deserve. Let this be the year that that anger is no longer bound in the bosom of a fool, but instead I use my anger in a righteous way. To take it out on the enemy and not my family in the name of Jesus. Lord, we repent also today of any, any type of racism that is still swirling in our hearts. Somebody help me for just a moment. My God, when you look around this room, there's a reason why we're gonna, we reflect heaven. Because racism is not allowed in the body of Christ. It is not permitted in the family of God. And since neither one of us can change the color of our dust, let us repent of our racism and get rid of it. Our stereotypes, let's get rid of them. When we look at others with prejudgment, God, help us and forgive us. And right now we repent of our racism and we ask instead, Lord, help us to love our neighbor as ourselves. Help us to see God. That you want to use us to minister to a black man, a white man, a Latino man, an Asian man. It doesn't matter where that brother or sister comes from, God. You want to use me to be a blessing in their life. So repent of anything in my own heart that has kept it bound, kept walls up. We bring them down in the name of Jesus. (sighs) We repent for our unforgiveness. This is going to set somebody free right now. What happened to you has happened. But if if it's not still happening, then today is the day of forgiveness. If you are being wronged on a daily basis, then you better tell me at the end of this service, and we will go and we will deal with that properly. But if you were abused, if you were molested if you were raped if you were wronged if you if people did betray you if it was in the past then i'm asking you today to give it to god and we repent of the unforgiveness in our hearts how can i truly be forgiven if i won't forgive others how can the father truly and completely forgive me of my sins when i'm still holding your sins against you we repent of any unforgiveness. Somebody just find freedom right now. Before I keep going, find freedom right now and giving it to God. Just give it to God. I repent of my unforgiveness, Lord. Whew. Especially if you were wronged by someone in church, it's time to let it go. Because here you are, still in church. It's time to let it go. It's time to give it to God. It's time to learn. It's time to move forward. We repent. We repent of holding on to that. What if they never say they're sorry, Pastor? That's okay. Forgiveness is never about them anyway. Forgiveness is always about you and making sure your heart remains free. Forgive. Today we repent, not just even our own forgiveness and unforgiveness. Today we also repent of our lack of faith. Those moments when we knew to trust you, Lord, and we didn't. Those moments when you you told us to do something and we didn't respond. God, forgive us for our lack of faith. Forgive us for running to doctors and and to medicine cabinets instead of running to the great physician and believing for that healing. Forgive us, Lord, for being worried and anxious about things when we knew we could run to you because you provide everything we need, because you are the miracle worker. Forgive us in those moments, God, when we didn't have enough faith. And when the Son of Man returns, will he find any faith? God, forgive us of our faithlessness. Also, God, we pray that you would forgive us today even of our lack of compassion. Those moments when we knew to demonstrate your love to others. Forgive us. Forgive us, God. Forgive us when we were more worried about me. What about me? No, God, give us hearts of compassion. Forgive us also today, Lord, of every one of our excuses. You made too many excuses this past year. This is the new year beginning today. No more excuses. Come on, you've got to stop excusing yourself out of God's will for your life. You've got to stop excusing yourself out of his blessings. You've got to stop excusing yourself out of his promises. No more excuses. No more. No more. No more. Father, we ask for your complete and total forgiveness of our excuses. Now let this be the time, the day, the age, the moments moving forward. We're no longer full of excuses. We're full of expectation in the name of Jesus. And lastly, Lord, I pray that you will forgive us all of our pride. Pride rose up in the heart of the the morning star named Lucifer. And he thought in all of his beauty and grandeur that he could ascend to the throne of God. Pride is what got Lucifer kicked out of heaven. Pride is what will keep you from the presence of God because God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Father, we repent of every area of pride in our hearts when we put me first over you, Father. We repent. Now notice I'm not saying I'm sorry. There's a difference between just apologizing and repenting. Repenting means I'm changing my minds. I'm changing my minds. Moving forward, I will not live my life just for me. I will live my life for the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I live by faith in Christ Jesus. Father, we repent. I'm going to let you take the next 23 seconds at the close of this year. If there's anything else you need to repent to God, go ahead and open up your mouth and confess it directly to your heavenly father. You don't have to do it to a priest. You don't have to do it to a pastor. Because of Jesus, you already have a high priest. So go ahead and confess directly to the father through Jesus. Confess. Confess because here's what the Bible tells us as you are confessing. David finished this way in Psalms 51. He said, Purify me from my sins, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. Give me back the joy again. You've broken me, now let me rejoice. Verse 9, Don't keep looking at my sins. Remove the stain of my guilt. Verse 10, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right, loyal spirit within me. Do not banish Banish me from your presence, and don't take your Holy Spirit from me, but restore unto me the joy of your salvation, and make me willing and ready in 2024 to obey you at all times, in all seasons, in all things. If you know your God is a God who completely cleanses you, who completely changes you, if you know your God is the one who heard your cry of repentance, and now he's made you right and righteous in his sight. Can you just put your hand together and say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You're restoring the joy of my salvation. Come on. Hey! If you want my... Tell God, you... Say, if you want my heart today, Lord. If you want my heart. If you want my... You've got it. you got it. You've got it. You got it. You got it. Oh, if you want my heart. you got it chorus one more time say oh say oh Whoa. tell god you can have my oh you can have my I give it to you today Lord say you oh Whoa. you can have my heart
1: oh
0: you can with our hands raised one more time we say
1: Oh,
0: oh, oh, Lord, you can have my, I give it all to you today, Lord, I give it all to you today, Jesus, oh, here's my whole
1: heart, here's
0: my whole strength, Lord, here's my mind, Lord. With our hands raised just for a moment longer. Father, we end this year in your presence. Caught up in who you are. We end this this year of 23. Saying there's no place I'd rather be we end 2023 as Psalms 23 ends. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life here it is and i will dwell in the house of the lord forever. caught up in your presence
1: i just want to sit here at your feet i'm caught up in this holy moment I never want to leave. I'm not here for your blessings, Lord. I'm not here for blessings.
0: Can you tell Jesus today?
1: Jesus, you don't owe me anything, but more than anything
0: that you can. Tell God, I just, want you.
1: I just want
0: you. Can I get some worshipers to help me in this house today? We say, I just want you.
1: I, I just want you. And nothing else. Nothing,
0: so nothing else. Nothing, nothing else. Nothing, nothing else will do. Nothing else will do. I just want you.
1: I just, I just want, want you. Nothing else. Nothing else. Oh.
0: Nothing. nothing else will say again, I just want you. I, I just want, you. want nothing, Lord. Else. Nothing. nothing else. Say nothing. Say nothing else. Oh, nothing else. Nothing,
1: nothing else. Come on, collectively say, I and just want you, Lord. Nothing and else. Nothing else. Nothing else. Oh, nothing else. Nothing nothing else. caught up in in your your breath. breath.
0: You don't, own Jesus, you don't owe me anything. Jesus, you don't
1: know me anything. But more than anything that you can do. Declare, I just want you. I just want you.
0: Hallelujah. For just a moment longer before I preach my mini message here. Would you reach over and just lay your hand on somebody? And if you don't know them, make sure you introduce yourself first. It's, it's always a little awkward holding the hand of a stranger. Or, <laughs> at least let them know who you are. Just introduce yourself. I'm going to prophesy a couple things, and then I'm going to preach. But I'm going to need your help right now. Over that brother, that sister, that spouse, that loved one, or that complete stranger, whatever they might be to you, would you lay your hands on them right now? We're going to prophesy to your 2024. Let me start first with the young people in the room. If you're under the age of 20, if you're under the age of 20, throw your hand up real quick. Under the age of 20, throw your hand up real quick. Under the age of 20. Okay, especially if you see somebody with their hands raised right now, if you see, your hand, if you see someone with their hands raised, make sure you place a hand on them if you're close to them. Under the age of 20. I prophesy to your generation right now. Help me, family. I prophesy to this generation that is the that is declared to be the most biblically illiterate generation that has ever existed in America. I prophesy to you, my brother and my sister, that you will have a hunger for the word of God that you will have an understanding beyond your age for the word of God. I prophesy to your hearts that it will literally be driven and pure before God that you will see him in your generation. I come against every demon of hell that has been assigned to take you out. Every every demon of the enemy that has been assigned to to perpetuate evil against this generation. I declare in the name of Jesus that every, every demon is under your feet, child of God. And I pray for a righteousness in your generation, I pray for a move of God in your generation. I pray for a holiness within this generation. I pray you won't be bound by the same addictions and bound by the same perversions and bound by the same demonic power of your ancestors. I pray that everyone of the age of 20, that ultimately you will see the power of God break out in your generation. That the latter reign will be greater than the former reign and you will see the promises of God fulfilled in your lifetime young person I pray today you make up your mind that you will choose to live for God for yourself and that you will see the power of God in your generation everyone in the next two decades in your 20s and in your 30s everyone in your 20s and 30s raise your hand real quick 20s and 30s raise your hand real quick Hallelujah, I've got a young church, thank you Jesus, amen right. If you see somebody with their hand raised right now If you see somebody with their hand raised, 20s or 30s Lay your hand on them as well Lay your hand on them as well In your 20s and your 30s Statistically speaking, you are in your prime You are in your prime Amen You are in your prime You don't have all the aches and pains of the older ones like us, okay but you also have burdens and cares and struggles, and you haven't yet figured it all out, and you're, you're still trying to make it. So I prophesy of your life right now that this will be, this is the time period, this is the era, this is the day and the generation, 20s and 30s, where you won't struggle to try to figure it out. You will surrender to God, and he will show you the next step to take. I pray over your generation that you will recognize the steps of a good man and a good woman are ordered by the Lord, and he takes delight in your way. I pray over your generation that you will be mighty for God, that you will not be fearful or despondent, that you will not be overcome with worry and anxiety. I pray against the power of depression that has so attacked your generation, making you feel like, because I don't have these things, I'm not good enough. I came to remind you child of God because of Jesus you already have it all so in the name above all names I pray for your generation the ultimate you begin to see now is a such a powerful move of God through your life through your hands through your words through your ministry through your anointing through your calling let the 20 and 30 year olds rise up and lead the next generation it's a greater things. I pray your strength will be renewed, just like your youth today. I pray that you will run and not grow weary. I pray you will walk and not faint. And I believe you will accomplish everything God has called you to accomplish. If you believe that, shout amen. 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 Oh, I'm not done. I'm not done. Now, for the rest of us. Hello, okay. I'm just going to lump myself in. I'm your elder now, okay. What does what, 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 what it say? 40 in heaven bound. Amen? Okay, here we go. Right. 40 in heaven bound. Amen. Listen to me. Listen to me. If God was done with us, we wouldn't be here. Amen. Amen. And more than ever, I need to see some 40 and 50 and 60 and 70 and 80 and 90. And if you hit the century mark, we need to see your example now more than ever. We need to see your faithfulness now more than ever. Don't you believe the lie of the enemy that you are irrelevant, that you are too old? I'm going to keep doing this till Jesus calls me home. So, 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 me and Dr. Brown just preach until Jesus calls us home. so. Listen to me. We need the Dr. Browns, the Reverend Jerrys, the Miss Autumns. We need the Pastor Olga's, the Pastor Bethels of, of this day and age to step up and stand up and let your light shine more than ever before. I'm saying that because we're all over the age of 40. Just in case you want it. Wait, Pastor Olga's in her 40s? Oh! Sorry, Pastor Olga. I just... Here's what I want to tell you. And I prophesy of your lives as well that in these last days, you will help lead this generation to the cross. You will help lead this generation in revival. You will help lead this generation so we will not have another generation that rises up and does not know the Lord. I pray, my brother and my sister, that you as well will sense a renewing of your strength. I, I pray that you will although just supernaturally continue to produce fruit even in old age. May your leaf remain green all the days of your life. And may you produce much fruit in these last days. So Father, right now, I thank you for healing our physical bodies in our old age. I thank you for healing our minds because we're not that old because you're not done with us. Thank you for healing our hearts and our souls. Thank you for cleansing us from everything in the past that harmed us and wronged us. And thank you, God, that our better days are now. Ladies and gentlemen, I speak over your life. The last day rain will be greater than the former rain and we will see a mighty move of God in this generation. If you believe it, shout amen. I said shout amen. Alright. Alright. Now for my five minute sermon. Go back to your seats. huh? Because i got to leave you on a happy note. Amen and amen. In closing, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to be quick about this so you don't have to stay seated the whole time, right? But here we go. Someone say 2024. Okay, thank you. Let me get everybody else. Someone else say 2024. 2024. We refer to 23 as our goat year. Pastor Long and I have been talking about this. We've been praying with you. the Ortegas about this. I'm not trying to give you a, a, necessarily a word. God will give you a word, but for our church, here's what we sensed. We sensed 23 was goat year. 24 is a is a growth year. It's a growth year. Amen? A growth year. And here's what, here's, here's what I want. Here's what I want you to know because this is part A of my part B message tonight. Okay. I just in case you didn't hear Karina earlier, I'm preaching the second time tonight, sometime around 10 p.m., okay? So at, at Harvest of Faith over there on, on the west side of Aurora. I'm on the, I'm on the west side of Aurora, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm an east side boy, sorry. Oh, over there, over there by Aurora University. Part A is right now. So I'm going to give you a little teaser, and then hopefully you can come out tonight or watch us online and be a part of Part B. But here's what I want to give you. 2024, I believe, is a year of growth. Here's why. Because 2024 is actually... A leap year. Someone say leap year. Leap year, okay. February 29th, you know how this works. On February, to, February 29th, is always added to our calendar because it's a corrective measure. Corrective measure. Because the earth does not orbit around the sun f- precisely 365 days. It's 365 and some change. So what we had to do every four years is we, we added a day. We added that, that, that extra day every four years on the Gregorian calendar. We add the day in order to correct uh, our calendar so that we are, are basing on the sun's rotation. So we don't have a lunar calendar, we have a solar calendar. All right, so every four years, extra day. Anyone born on February 29th? Because we get to celebrate your birthday this year, finally. First time since 2020, amen. OK, all right, praise the Lord. All right, so here's what I want you to see. If this is a leap year technically, then I believe it's also a leap year prophetically. And I came to tell you that just like the Gregorian calendar adds a day to correct itself, the Son of God has been adding some things to your life in 23 and correcting some things in 23 because he's about to add some things and correct some things and direct some things in 2024 so you're not just stepping so you can start leaping into everything God has got for you. I got to hurry up. This is part A. Part A, I'll finish just the rest of it in 12 hours. Here we go. All right, but here it is. Psalms 1828. For you, O oh Lord. Someone say, God. The Almighty One. Elohim. El Shaddai. Yahweh himself. For you, O Lord, light my lamp. There it is. There's his direction. My God lights up my darkness. There's his correction. Here it is. For By you, God, I can run against a troop. Literally, I can run through a troop. By my God. Here it is. I can leap. I can leap over the walls. I came to tell somebody, you are entering into your leap year. Someone holler, leap year. Year. leap here, 2023 you may have been laid up you may have been laid out you may have been laid off you might be laid at the gate beautiful like the lame man but i came to speak to you what peter and john said to the lame man at the gate silver and gold i ain't got for you but what i have i give to you in the name of Jesus, stand up and walk, you've been laid out long enough, get up and walk, you've been laid out long enough, stand up and walk, and here's what the Bible says, Acts 3.8, and leaping up, the crippled man stood and began walking, and he entered into the temple with them, walking and leaping and praising God, someone holler, it's my leap year. All right, I'm done right here. Here's what I want to declare. Whatever problems you have in your life, God is going to help you. I feel feel like I'm at an African wedding. It's time to leap over those things. Uh, Whatever addictions have kept you bound in 2023... This is your leap year. God is gonna help you leap over them. I need somebody to throw up your hands right now because you have got some bad habits, it's time to to leap over them things. You've got some bad mindsets, it's time to to leap over those things. You got some things you're still dealing with, it's time to leap into the greater things God has for your life. Somebody prophesy to your 24 right now and say, Satan, I know you've kept me down in 23. I know for some of us, it felt like anything but a goat year, and I came to declare to my next year, devil, you can't keep me down any longer. Because my God, by my God, I will run through your army. By my God, I will leap over your fortresses. Everything that's meant to keep me out, God is gonna have me leap into in this brand new year. Stand here feet me right now. Because if you made some bad decisions in 23, you're gonna be leaping into some good decisions in 24. Can I tell somebody, it's time to jump to some godly conclusions this next year. It's time. It's time. I'm going to say this tonight if God allows me to, but I felt prophetically a word that God gave to Isaiah is what I want to release over this church, and if God allows me, I'll release it tonight. David, give me just a little bit more. I'm losing here. Isaiah 35, verse uh, verse 1 says, even the wilderness... And desert will be glad in those days. The desert will rejoice and blossom like a rose. They will see the glory of the Lord, the splendor of our God. You think it's the worst of times? Ladies and gentlemen, I came to tell you according to the word of God, we're about to enter to the best of times strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees say to those with anxious hearts be strong do not fear behold your God will come with vengeance with divine retribution he will come to save you and when he comes he will open the eyes of the blind and unplug the ears of the deaf hold up it gets better. Check this out. This is why I'm declaring this you. leap here. Then the lame will leap like a deer and the mute tongue will shout for joy. For waters will gush forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. Verse 10. So the ransom of the Lord will return and enter Zion with singing. I don't know what's getting ready to happen in Israel. All I know is soon and very soon the king is coming and he's going to set up his throne very soon. Sorrow and mourning. Sorrow and mourning. You hear me, Dillette? Sorrow and mourning. You hear me in this house if you lost somebody you love. Sorrow and mourning will disappear. And instead of your sorrow, instead of your mourning, you will be filled with joy and gladness. I need somebody, if you can, to put a leap. I said put a leap on that word. Put a leap on that word. I believe, I believe God's taking my sorrow and he's turning it into joy. With our hands raised right now, we're going to close this service out the last service of 2023 with the sound of praise, just the way we started it a year ago, 365 days. We started this new year singing and praising our God. That's how we're gonna finish it, declaring the praises of him who called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. Ladies and gentlemen, if god has been good give him a good praise if god has been okay give him a great prayer a good praise. if god has been mediocre give him a mediocre praise but if god has been great and god is greatly to be praised then as we close the service put your hands together raise your voice and give god a great sound of praise let's go let's go